I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags my time. <laughs> I just get tingly feeling my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right, and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. HighCity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Lie, lie, lie. Hey guys, it's Anna. And Matt. And welcome to our Love Island Season 3 Recaps. Where we'll be unpacking all the villa action and keeping you up to date on all the drama. Things are about to get very juicy in here. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. All right, Anna, so this has to be the most dramatic episode in Love Island history. We see Rachel get dumped from the villa. The boys cry more than I have ever seen anyone cry in Love Island. Yeah. That's a dig at myself. <laughs> and we see two bombs intrude the villa. So let's get into this one. So much to unpack here, Matt. We see 13 Islanders turn to 12. Aaron, Chris and Taku were voted who Australia wants to find love. And then we saw Rachel and Lexi finish bottom of the female vote. What happened here? I'm not sure. So obviously the monk came out and saved Courtney, which I still call bullshit on. <laughs> I don't I don't get that. And then Rachel and Lexi. So that would leave Chris and Ryan single if one of them leaves. So it was quite dramatic when Taku, Aaron and Chris had to decide who they were dumping. Yeah, I mean, they're the two girls in the strong relationships. Has Australia just forgot to vote for them because Australia thought they've already found love and we were thinking about the single girls? Is this fair? I don't know. Okay, so if Taku, Aaron and Chris are going to pick between Rachel and Lexi, who would you think they would pick? Look, I thought for sure that Lexi was going home. I thought Rachel was a sure thing to the final. Did I miss something? When did Chris think that it was a good idea to dump the girl that he was seeing and he was pretty much dating? Honestly, it blew my mind. Rachel actually posted something on social media and it was a letter that Chris had written her that day and it was a love note. It was so cute. So when Chris dumped her, I was like, what is going on in this guy's head? Like he has a catch here. What have we not seen? And then it made me think back to the previous episode when Rachel got a little bit upset Mm -hmm. because Chris hadn't been paying her enough attention. Mm -hmm. And I think this moment for me was just consolidated because I realized, hey, wait a minute, we see girls act like this and we are really quick to jump on them and say they're crazy. You definitely did did that. I did do that. I told him to not walk, to run away. But the thing is, is that a woman's intuition never lets her down. Never. I've been caught by it. Yeah. And I mean, look, Rachel's obviously felt that intuition that something wasn't right. She got a little bit rattled. And at the end of the day, she was on point and Chris was having some doubts, which we later hear him talk about in the episode, which as a viewer was startling, staggering. I don't know what words to use, but I was shocked. I think Chris 
literally takes the meaning of root and boot to the next to the next level. He literally mm. shagged her and then kicked her out of the villa. Yeah, not cool. Not good at all. And and you know what? To be honest, in this episode, I kind of thought to myself, look, he hasn't left with her, but I feel like give him twenty four hours, he'll be like, I've got a good thing with Rachel, and. I'm going to go follow her home. But that was not the case because we had two new bombs drop in this episode. Their names were Nicholas and Zoe. Matt, first impressions. Okay, so Nicholas was shown to us on the swing under the big woody and Courtney, coincidentally the only single girl, came out <laughs> and saw him swinging under the big woody. I don't know how that is. That pure luck <laughs> fucking beats me. What was your first impressions? I thought he, he was a bit of a magoo. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> What's a magoo? It means, uh, I don't know how to explain. You're just not keen. I wasn't keen on him, right. no. He just came across a bit, yeah, like a magoo. So I mean, look, if I was in the villa and Nicholas was sitting there under the tree, would my head be turned? Absolutely not. You'd go but back to bed, wouldn't you? I'd, I'd go back to sleep. I'd have, <laughs> go back to slumberland. Yeah. But Courtney seemed to be very impressed and Nicholas made it quite clear that his preferences walking into the villa were Courtney and Lexi. On that, it was pretty rough for the producers to drop Nick in when they did because it was first thing in the morning. The girls did not seem that interested in him, did they? No, well, they're probably like, I need to get my face on. I want to look hot. There's a new guy. I want to impress. And it's kind of awkward because no one's that excited first thing in the morning. You know how long those nights are in there. Mm-hmm. And they've, they're probably running on not a lot of sleep and they weren't thrilled or but- too over the moon to see his face. That brings us to the producers making a better decision when they brought Zoe in because they brought Zoe in when all the girls were doing their makeups. They were already not feeling good. They're feeling, I hate to say it, maybe a little bit insecure when this glamour comes strutting in. Zoe was a bomb. One Mm -hmm. of, I think the first real bomb that we've seen of this season. I'd say Emily is, but... Really? Okay. (laughs) Well, my first bomb of the season, she really impressed me. She looked gorgeous. She had a beautiful big smile. She seemed super warm, energetic, and the guys were impressed. So Zoe walks into the villa and she says that she likes Taku and Ryan, but that was not the guy who got a kiss at the end of the night, was it, Matt? No, it wasn't. It was our boy Chris who Mm -hmm. seems to move on quick. He does move on quick, honestly. Rachel who? Yeah, well, I mean, it was a bit like that. And the thing is, is that I really liked Rachel in there. And first impressions of Zoe, really good. Chris, by himself, like he had the Hans character again during the water aerobics. And I liked him by himself. But then when they got together, I was just sitting at home thinking about Rachel being like, oh, my God. Imagine her watching this right now. It just seemed too quick when he asked to kiss Zoe. Is that the nature of the beast though? (sighs) It is, but I think that you can move a little bit slower. Like her bed is still warm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so we'll finish off this episode with one last thing, which I thought, I don't know, take it how you want. Aaron takes Jess on a date in the exact same spot that Taku, (laughs) and I'm pretty sure every other Islander has taken her on as well. (laughs) 
God, can somebody please think of something more original for another day? Okay? Yeah, we need we need to expand our horizons. That day bed with fucking strawberries and chocolate, I've seen it enough. Let's think of something else, guys. <laughs> but you know what? They were having a cute moment and then Jess ended up saying, I want another protein ball like mid-kissing. And I was like, oh, that was a bit That was a bit of a Mood anti- it went anti-climax. From, yeah, it went from hard <laughs> to just shriveled up from that <laughs> Let's roll into episode 10. Okay, Matt, episode 10, Mm -hmm. we see Mitch still very conflicted, still in a love triangle. What is going on? There's some very sexual bull riding to Mm -hmm. kind of spark those imaginations and we see Emily get very desperate. All right, so straight off the bat, Mitch is in a serious love triangle and he's done it to himself. So we see him... Kissing Emily very early on in the episode. What was your thoughts on that kiss, Matt? Um, oh, look, I don't blame him, but Emily was definitely lathering it on thick, putting the hard word on him. But Mitch bought it. He ate it all up. He went for it and he took it, didn't he? I mean, she definitely initiated it. She said that she wanted to kiss him. And as you said, he was like, okay. He took it. <laughs> he did. So, but that obviously left him a little bit confused. And he gets so jealous. He does. So after the kiss though, he started crying because he realized how much he liked Tina. I mean, sometimes it takes a kiss for you to really go, mm, am I making the right decision? And you see how conflicted he is. I mean, it shouldn't take getting with someone else to realise that you like someone. I'm sorry. I disagree with that. Do you think he's having his cake and trying to eat it too? He is. I I really disagree with that because I don't even think he's told – I'm jumping ahead here, but I still don't even think he's told Tina that he's kissed Emily. Mm. We haven't seen him tell her at least. We haven't seen that. That's poor shit form by Mitchie boy there. But then we see Nicholas take Tina on a date – and you know what, Matt? Mm. My favourite part of the episode was seeing how jealous Mitch got over that date. Because you know what? Tina's played it so smart. She's just kind of been young, wild and free and she's <laughs> going on a date. She's letting her hair down. She's enjoying herself. And you see Mitch brewing inside. In the background. There's, I saw a good clip of him in the background just sitting there brewing while they were having a nice cute date with the grapes. I laughed at that. And then we also see Emily talk about how she didn't get a cuddle or a kiss in bed from Mitch, which is very telling. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where you want to do it. It's in bed while you're cuddling up with your partner. Then we had a game. It was called Getting Horny. <laughs> So for me, I like a game or a challenge or whatever you want to call it like this, where it's not really making anyone, throwing anyone under the bus, making anyone feel uncomfortable. It's just the Islanders having a little bit of fun. I mean, I just couldn't help but visualize them all having sex, which I think was the whole point of the game. Other than that, it was pretty pointless. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Ryan, he wrote it for the longest, which obviously makes sense as he's... (laughs) Self-proclaimed 500 shags under his belt. So you'd think he'd know how to ride. But the girl who surprisingly was the best, who I honestly thought it was Emily and I thought Emily did, but it was Tina that the boys voted. It was Tina. But I thought 
personally for me, Lexi was the hottest. Oh, when yeah. she turned around and gave Ryan that point, I was like, ooh, get it, girl. That was quite <laughs> hot with all their limbs flying around everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But just real quickly on this episode, Anna, I'm genuinely concerned. Can you or someone call the police? <laughs> Ronnie has gone missing. In the last two episodes, I haven't heard, seen, or said his name. I don't know what's going on with that bloke. Hopefully he shows his mug in the next one. Send out a missing persons report. <laughs> he's nowhere to be seen. He's, <laughs> he's gone cold. Let's talk about Mitch's decision, Matt. So Mitch finally grows some balls and chooses Tina. Unpopular opinion? I'm Team Emily. I know your team, Emily, but I honestly, I as a viewer could not have been happier when he made this decision. And we both saw them get super emotional. You know, Mitch even called out his behavior as toxic. It was very toxic. It was getting very, very toxic, leading two girls on at once. For how long do you reckon that was in a time span? A couple of days? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, he took a while to make his decision, but I'm happy with where him and Tina at. I think they're an amazing couple. And to be quite frank, my favourite couple in the villa now. Yes. I'm going to put that out there. All right, so let's not forget, after Mitch is done breaking this bad news to Emily. Oh, <laughs> yes. I know what you're talking about. How about her little prep talk in the mirror? The manic makeup application was scary to watch. It was. And then she, like, pokes the mirror. She's like, you've got this girl or whatever, whatever she said to herself. Her plan of getting this was to attack the only single guy in there out of pure desperation, and I hate to see it. She's doing our boy Taku dirty. She's gone and sunken her claws into Taku. Don't be fooled, my man. Don't be fooled. <laughs> she's playing you until fucking Cusser Amore starts, and then she's going to drop you. Yeah, not interested. That's not happy about I'm this. Not. We need to calm him down. Emily, I'm going to slide in your DMs. Let's just leave it there. Oh, my God, <laughs> Anna, you've chatted up a lot of guys in your time. I'm talking in the clubs, in the bars, on Instagram, in the villa. Okay, okay. okay. Have, yeah, I'm just calling you out. Have you ever used the technique of telling him that you got off over him? Honestly, when Emily told Taku that she's fantasized about him before entering the villa, <laughs> I did not know what was going on. Like, good on her. Like, I loved it. She's, I'm sure you did love I've, it. I've, I've, I may or may not have used that technique before. It's, what? It's, it, it works 0% of the time, all the time for me. So it was a brave move for her to use it, I feel. I think it might have worked for her. Taku seemed impressed. Yeah, well, she's definitely going for a different audience than I am. Yeah. Look, and then we finish the episode with Nicholas and Zoe picking. They get a text and they get to pick who they would like to couple up with. And we see Nicholas coupling up with Courtney and Zoe coupling up with Chris. Thoughts, Matt? Uh, that was, yeah, that was who I thought they were going to go for. Nothing yeah. out of the blue nothing there. Surprising. Nothing, nothing surprising there. Chris has clearly moved on from Rachel. Sorry, Rachel, but yeah, that's the nature of the beast. Mm, and then we finished the episode with the knowledge that we are having a double dumping in episode 11. So let's jump into that. All right, so this next episode, Anna, we saw Ronnie make up and then break up with the girls. Mm-hmm. Also, we're seeing Taku get seduced by Emily. Oh, there's a bit of – I want to talk, chat about that because I see a little bit of Matthew energy about this. <laughs> and then a double dumping. 
Okay, so firstly, we see Mitch and Tina in the morning waking up in the day bed. Super cute, very real, very authentic, very believable. What a couple now. Yes, I'm starting to like it. I'm about them now. Let's see them hopefully stay strong and go as far as they can go, hopefully the end. Yeah. We see Emily jumping into Taku's bed in the middle of the night. What is with this? Anna, you're not allowed to jump in people's beds, are you? So is that just like she's jumped in, quickly made out and left? I don't think she would have stayed in there unless they've changed the rules from when we were in there. I mean, I didn't think that was allowed either. I'm sure there would have been plenty of bed swapping if we thought that was allowed. Yeah, I def- yeah definitely I would have. <laughs> I know you would have. <laughs> we see Ari get the ick with Ronnie Matt. All right, so if you guys don't know the ick, you can find out everything you need to know about it on episode nine of Where's Your Head At? Yeah, we've done a whole episode dedicated to that, so go check it out. But she does get the ick with Ronnie. I don't blame her. Yeah, I mean, look, rapping Ronnie is kind of... He's gone missing. We finally see a little <laughs> bit of him in this episode, but it's not good for him, is it? Yeah, and look, then we see Ronnie talking with Nicholas and with Tina and he talks about how he's going to milk it with Emily and some of the girls and you see Tina stand up, there's some girl power going on and she puts Ronnie in his place and he doesn't quite understand why he's wrong but Nicholas kind of explains it to him and then later in the episode we really see Ronnie remorseful, sorry and he wants to do better. So, I mean, no one's perfect. We can't ask for any more than that. He's young. And it came across so evident in everything he said to Tina. And I'll give him benefit of the doubt there. He's yeah, a kid. totally, He's totally. A kid. I genuinely don't think he has any malice intention. No, he doesn't. He's just really immature with his words. I'm older than him, and I'm still, I still slip up and say <laughs> stuff like that. I'm still <laughs> Matt, immature like that. Matt has a slip of the word all the time. All the time, so. gets puts my foot in my mouth all the time. I get in so much trouble for it. And then we have a game. It's called Forbidden Fruit, Matt. Uh, lost me. Lost you? Yeah, I wasn't quite interested in it. I mean, look, I was interested in this. This is the first game that I really connected to. We saw the Islanders find out for the first time what the public really think of them. And it was interesting to see their reaction. When we played this game, were you anxious to hear what the public said? Completely. I wasn't. Really? I, don't, I, don't, I really wasn't. I don't know why. I was like, really? well, there's nothing you can do. We're in here being us. Yeah, yeah. but I, at the same time, like, you still want people to like you. And, I mean, you can see a lot of the Islanders got very upset. Jess was at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Someone talked about how she might as well end up with the Villa Chicken because she's <laughs> changed her mind so much. And she yeah. was very unhappy with that comment. I loved it how Aaron got upset that he was called Eminem and Ellen DeGeneres's love child. I, he was not happy. About oh, that. grow so up! That sort of. Stuff. He's not. He's not going to be happy if he's ever listening to these recaps. Yeah, well, fuck. Imagine if he goes back and listens to the start. <laughs> so I was brother. Sorry, Aaron, if you're listening. I paid out for him for what, like two episodes straight. <laughs> and then we see Mitch get called a little bitch for crying because he had two beautiful girls vying for his attention. And look, to be fair. Mitch has put those girls through the ringer. We've yeah. seen Emily's really upset. Tina's been upset. So, you know, he probably deserved it. He did. We then have Courtney talking to Taku and some of the other girls. I think Tina talked to him about how she thinks that actions speak louder than words 
And maybe Emily isn't as legitimate as she's making out to be with her feelings towards Taku. Thoughts, Matt? This is what I wanted to address. I said a lot of Matt about this was, do you remember when my season when Josh and Luke and everyone was telling me about Vanessa? Correct. And yes. how she was no good. And I just couldn't see it because I was getting seduced by what... The temptress. Yeah, what <laughs> Owen used to call a Medusa. <laughs> so are you, are you likening... Emily to a bit of a Medusa. I am, you know, wow. like she's just seducing guys. And I said that straight away when I, when we spoke about her. I said she would seduce me. I'd be done. Yeah. I'd be a sucker for her pheromones running wild <laughs> and I'd be sniffing them all up and I'd be a sucker for it. Yeah, I mean, you see her talking to Taku and she's like touching her boobs and her dress and she's very sexual and you see Taku say, ooh, bang. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I'd be in the same, I'd be the same as him. I'd be getting sucked in by that, but... Taku, my brother, you need to stay strong. Yeah. I mean, we saw them having a kiss. He seems to be broken down. She's slowly chipping away at his walls and he looks like he has gotten the love bug. We then have a double dumping mat. Whoa, big dumping here. Who were you wanting to leave? <sighs> Look, I thought I wanted Emily to leave because I feel like she's being this temptress and I'm not really sure of her pure intentions towards Taku. But at the same time, she's just gotten to the villa and I know as a viewer, you have to give people the benefit of the doubt and give them a chance to really grow on you. Mm. So I wasn't sure, but I definitely did not want Ari to go. That's for sure. I, unfortunately, I did. Really? I wanted Ari to leave. She's okay. doing nothing in there. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, your wish came true because did. Ari did leave. The boys voted her out. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Oh, my God, Matt. Where's <laughs> the empathy? No, no. Look, I, I mean, she just, towards the end, she was doing nothing for me. She wasn't trying to couple up with them. I guess there was no one in there she had a connection with. But wouldn't you have liked to see her find love? Like, she's been in there from the start. Imagine if one of the Bomb Squad guys and her really clicked. Like, that would have been great viewing as someone watching. I suppose, yeah. I suppose. Look, I, I just didn't connect with her. As opposed to Emily, who's kind of this temptress. Let's not talk shit about Emily. <laughs> That's very protective over Emily. I'm having a real love-hate with Emily, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I just think that when someone is moving super quickly in the villa, I could definitely see her as a somewhat Jared. Jared just moved from person to person to person in our season. Yep, yep. Emily's reminding me of that. Like the ne when the bomb squad guys come in, she's going to be on there like swimwear. Emily is not going to know what to do with herself when Cassara Moore starts. <laughs> <laughs> you thought she was bad now. And that brings us to our next point. Ronnie, unfortunately, <laughs> rapping Ronnie. Has left the building. He's wrapped his way out of the villa and that's devastated, as you can hear in his voice. I am. I mean, it's, I hate to see a soldier leave. <laughs> but let's talk about Casa Amor because this is very exciting. There's six girls coming in. There's five boys coming in. Thoughts? I've got a best mate of mine coming in, so I am very, very excited to wow. see my boy Benny G. Come in there. Hopefully he finds a connection. Keep a lookout for Ben. Mm -mm. How about you? What do you think? I mean, look, I think everyone looks really attractive. I can't wait to see whose personality shines through. And I think it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. There's already been so much drama. I think it's important for us as a viewer to start to really connect with couples. And 
if they're getting split up, I don't really see how that's going to happen. Everything seems to be moving so quickly in this season. So I'm not really sure what's going on, but I'm interested. I'm here. I'm ready to see what unravels. And I think it's going to be a good one. All right, let's dive into the next episode then. All right, Anna. So on this episode, we see the villa get very suspicious on Emily and Mm -hmm. her intentions with Taku. We see two relationships grow. Nick and Courtney are on the rocks and there is a big dumping before Casa Amor next week. Let's get into it. Okay, Matt. So we see the villa very unhappy that Emily has stayed over Ari. Ari is an OG and Emily, the villa is saying that she's flicking a switch. Taku's being played. The Islanders kind of feel like she's acting or it's a bit of a strategy. What are your thoughts on this, Matt? Uh, Look, I think Emily's head will turn as soon as another bomb comes in. I don't think she really – like, I'm sure she's fond of Taku, but I don't think there's a real connection there. Like, let's be real. She's gone for the only single guy that's there, and she's swooped him up, and now she's just going to be with him until I feel like another bomb comes in. Look, it's Love Island. You want to stay in there. You want to try form connections, but it's just shit to do it to our boy Taku, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, in the beach hut, she says, I think being in a couple brings stability, and she's not wrong. In Love Island, it's safer to be with someone than without, so... You're definitely stronger in a couple than being single on Love Island. Yeah, and let's talk about strong couples. We have Jess and Aaron. They're being so cute. They are. Jess is growing on me. I... I saw her in the beach hut and I was like, you know what? I actually, I think she's all right now. I'm not, I'm not off her anymore. Yeah. I mean, look, Jess and Aaron are one of my favorite couples in there. Jess called out that it's really scary how much she's feeling for Aaron and she can see their connection growing. I want to talk about Lexi and Ryan also. Oh my God. For, For some reason in that episode, I was just like, you know what? I actually love them together. Yes, they are. They were very cute. I'm, they're starting to grow on me as well. I really hope that these couples stay together and they make it towards the end. Yeah, we saw her make a compatibility test for Ryan because he's not good at expressing his emotions. And I just love seeing that type of interaction between both of them. So I mean, he can definitely cry, but it's <laughs> <laughs> so just that. not good at verbalizing. <laughs> Then we see Nick and Courtney. Now, they looked strong, but they're on the rocks. Nicholas is not into Courtney. Let's just let's just call it out. He's not. And I just get this vibe from him. He's like a shady, like, sales guy. Do you know what I mean? He's going to sell you, like, a dodgy car. I don't know. That's just the vibe I get from him. But, yeah, yeah. he's not into Courtney. But on Courtney... In the beer pong game, she definitely showed a bit of her personality, didn't she? Mm, for sure. With doing that worm. I, I enjoyed to see that. Yeah. And I mean, also, we saw Taku call out that he had impure thoughts about Courtney, which riled up Emily, who was called out the least trustworthy partner. So the Islanders are not afraid to tell Emily how she feels. I kind of felt a bit bad for her in this game. Yeah, I did as well. But it's the nature of like the beast, I guess. Like you've come in as a bomb. You've literally gone to like a strong couple. Everyone loves Tina and you've tried to take her man. The other Islanders are going to stick up for her and girl coach. You know what I mean? You'd know that firsthand that Mm. you form like a family in there. And when an intruder does come and if they rub people up the wrong way, you're on the outs. You're on the outside, yeah. You're, you're looking in at everyone else. But speaking of Tina and Mitch, who we're also loving here, 
It sounded like they had sex on the day there. Did you hear those moans, Matt? I did. Maybe there was something (laughs) happened there. But unpopular opinion here. I'm getting bored of them. Really? Yeah, they're not doing it for me anymore. That yeah, they've flogged that too much. I feel. No, I'm so about Tina and Mitch. I just think they're so cute. If his head turns though, that's going to be a deal breaker because. Do you reckon there's a chance it will? Look, I think they've been through a lot and I think it's made them really strong and made them realise how much they like each other. So I'd be very surprised if he turns. But I want to ask you a question, Matt. So Mm -hmm. we have Jess and Aaron, we have Mitch and Tina and we have Lexi and Ryan. Who is your favourite couple? Jess and Aaron. Jess and Aaron? Yeah, Jess and Aaron. Yeah, I think it's such a tie for me. Jess and Aaron, they're really cute. I'm going to wait, but... Well, let's see what happens after Casa Amor and see who's still together. Let's see. I'm so excited for that. But anyway, moving on, we had a recoupling. We have Emily and Taku, Lexi and Ryan, Zoe and Chris, Courtney and Nicholas, Jess and Aaron, Tina and Mitch. And then the monk comes in there. Oh, no, the dreaded monk. And as she said, she's only there for business. Her contract says if she's there, it means that something's going (laughs) down. So that's why she gets paid the big bucks. So she comes out and she informs us that one of the girls will be getting dumped from the villa. And it's an Australian public vote. I'm here to call out that we know this was filmed a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. This is not a public vote. Come on, guys. Don't. We I don't know why they're lying to us like don't this. Don't kiss on our back and tell us it's raining. <laughs> we know that you just had plans to get rid of Emily. She was getting shit feedback on the Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think shit. She actually, do you reckon she was the best bomb of all time or do you think you were, Anna? <laughs> No comment on myself, but I don't think she was the best bomb of all time. But I mean... She definitely stirred it. So she did what a bomb had to do. She blew everyone's mind. She definitely stirred the pot and that was her job. She wasn't afraid to be herself. She wasn't afraid to go for what she wanted. So we have to give credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. Emily made some amazing TV and honestly, she was authentically herself and that's all we can ask for. I feel bad for her because I feel like she could have turned the Australian opinion around and people would have actually started to warm to her, but she just never got that opportunity. So I feel sad for it. Okay, guys. Well, Casa Week is next week. This is the week we've been waiting for. We have been. I cannot wait. I want to see whose heads will turn, who will stick. What is it? Stick or stay? I can't wait. We have three strong couples. If anyone's heads turn in those couples, I am not going to be a happy lady. No, I won't be either. Happy man, I mean. Well, I, yeah, I cannot wait for Casa more. I can't wait to see Benny. Hopefully he, he couples up with someone and he sticks in there. Oh, if Ben couples up with like Jess or Lexi, I'm not going to be mad. Okay, well, that's Matt's friend. So <laughs> I'm going to be the more neutral party here. But until next Friday, 12 p.m., we'll see you later. Bye. Yeah, bye.